great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Curtis Sliwa, I still love you, man. I love you. Hello to you and Frank Morano. Frank, uh, in the studio getting ready for his show, which starts at uh, 1 a.m. Folks, please go download the 77 WABC app there. You can listen to my podcast, all the podcasts. Uh, listen to WABC at your convenience. Coming up later, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. One, two, a new poll out in the race for New York governor is not good news for Kathy Hochul. He is to a great week ahead for you folks. And I do want to say this to the folks that reached out to me today on Instagram to tell me they listened to this program doing their overnight shifts. Thank you. Thank you. It means the world to me. We have a lot to get to this morning. One, I'm not really a Grammys person, but at the Grammys tonight, the president of Ukraine, President Zelensky, did a pre-taped message, and it was quite compelling. He introduced uh, John Legend's performance of Free, which also featured a poem read by a Ukrainian refugee. Zelensky spoke about the power, if you will, of music in dark times, equating war with silence. And so, of course, to start off this week for me and for you folks, we are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics. I will get to all of them in just a second at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So Zelensky said our musicians wear body armor instead of tuxedos. They sing to the wounded in hospitals, even to those who can't hear them, but the music will break through anyway. Powerful, powerful words. President Zelensky also in a broadcast uh, interview on Face the Nation, stronger words declaring, indeed, this is genocide. That's exactly what's going on. It's genocide. And genocide is the deliberate killing of a large number of people from a particular nation or ethnic group with the aim of destroying that nation or group. What else would you call what has been going on for over a month now? The streets in Ukraine are littered with bodies. Think about that for a second, folks. The streets in Ukraine are littered with bodies. The disturbing and graphic scenes of people executed, many with their hands behind them, and their bodies left uncovered in the streets. That is the reality. And I'm going right now with President Zelensky said tonight at the Grammys. Now, it's a minute version. It's a minute version. But it's important that you hear his message 
And, of course, we're going to get to the other stories we're covering this morning and your telephone calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. The world. What's more opposite to music? The silence of ruined cities and killed people. Our children draw swooping rockets, not shooting stars. Over 400 children have been injured and 153 children died. And we'll never see them drawing. Our parents are happy to wake up in the morning in bomb shelters, but alive. Our loved ones don't know if we will be together again. The world doesn't let us choose who survives and who stays in internal silence. Our musicians wear body armor. Instead of tuxedo, they sing to the wounded in hospitals, even to those who can't hear them, but the music will break through anyway. We defend our freedom to live, to love, to land. We are fighting Russia, which brings horrible silence with its bombs, the dead silence. Feel the silence with your music. Feel it today to tell our story. Tell the truth about the war on your social networks, on TV. Support us in any way you can, any but not silence. And that to all our cities, the war is destroying. Chernigiv, Kharkiv, Volnovakha, Mariupol, and others, they are legends already, but they have a dream of them living and free, free, like you on the Grammy stage. President Zelensky tonight at the Grammys in a taped, a pre-taped uh, message. In a moment, I'm going to your telephone calls, but uh, one of the, well, some of the other stories that I'm covering this morning, as we kick off the beginning of this week, I have to be honest. The compassionate side of me hates to see what is happening to Will Smith. He made a big mistake. But think about this, folks. Will Smith, from a family-friendly rapper, it's important to say, I didn't know that type of term existed, (laughs) basically a family-friendly rapper to a sitcom star on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and later a giant box office hit, Will Smith built his career on being likable on screen and off. But he made a huge mistake on the biggest platform that there is. And now he must pay for it. He must pay for it. Netflix and uh, Sony have stopped or at least paused projects that Will Smith are involved in. Sony is also putting the brakes on Bad Boys 4. A few projects in post-production will be doing the same. And one of the reasons why he has to be held accountable when you think about this is that Will Smith, I don't believe he meant to do this, but he deprived other nominees and winners of their chance to celebrate a once in a lifetime opportunity. And he let his emotion get the best of him with the Chris Rock comment. And so he's already resigned from the Academy. But let's start with your telephone calls. The first one holding was uh, Steve from Manhattan. So I'm going to go to Steve. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind this morning? All right, Dom. And uh, it's great. Is uh, the Curtis clear out of there yet? Or is he in the uh, back room there doing his studying? Uh, He may still be in the back room, but I'm not sure. I'm in the master studio. He's still here. All right. All right. That's good. Okay. Because he... He does uh, some show over the weekend. He doesn't take my calls. He should take my calls. Now, the thing with the uh, Ukraine, uh, I mean, we know Russia is is run and ruled by people who are, are serial killers. They have no regard for human life. And they have they couldn't care less what anybody says. Uh, they know Biden's comments to them mean nothing because they know he's cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. They already they know that better than the average American person. And um, the Ukrainian people are fighting. They're putting up a fight. And the only chance they have is really to do 
what it is to fight it out in the street. There's only one way out, and it's to fight it out in the street and get your country back. I hear people saying surrender. Wait a minute, surrender to what? To to a madman and become a and and live under the yoke of of, of lunatics and serial killers of the Russians? No, that's not what they want. They want their freedom, and they geographically they lost the lottery of the geographics because they're next door to a bunch of serial killers. And I just want to finish up too with the crime in the city uh, quickly. Uh, New York City, a lot of people are leaving this city. I don't see any way out for the average person to see because this city right now is controlled by people, folks, who are hard left. These criminals they're releasing are their worries in the street. They want you to be uncomfortable in your own neighborhoods, in your own homes, and in your own country. And they have taken hold inside this country. I don't want to hear the rhetoric of the Grand Orange calling news reporters' names and stuff. We want certain things done. We want the military on the border. We want race quotas ended. Big juicy welfare programs ended here, folks. Here we come, right? And we want the 65 Immigration Act ended. We want to see action. The hard left doesn't even have to worry. They know well, the people they put in there, they're going to do their bidding. Well, Steve, you, you made some good points there, and I thank you for the call. Uh, and, again, my, my rule of thumb is I will take everyone's call, everyone's call, as long as we're not disrespectful to each other. That's the only uh, 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 rule, if you will, that when I'm before this microphone that I have. If you disagree with me, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But the disrespect uh, will not be tolerated. In a moment, I'm going to stand in Forest Hills uh, and also Jennifer in Boston. But first, let's go to Michael in Cliffside Park, New Jersey. I believe, Michael, you want to comment on Will Smith. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Will Smith's wife basically wants to be a victim. She could have gone to that that affair if it was really so if she was so uh, bad, if she felt about so bad about not having hair on her head, she could have wore a wig. But she chose not to wear a wig because she wants to be a victim. Okay. Hey, but Michael, Michael, I'm listening to you. But but what about the point of view that she has a right to go any way that she wants to go to the event? But if you feel that self-conscious about it, if you're so uncomfortable, she can certainly afford a wig, put one on. But she didn't want to put one on because she wants the people to come over and go, oh, you poor baby, you poor sweetheart, you lost all your hair. Not that she lost it because she has chemotherapy being done. She has cancer, which a person who gets that is more worried about the cancer killing them than something as simple as losing your hair. So she basically wants to be a victim. And what her husband did is a dream come true because now everybody the whole world knows that she's sick that she's a victim hey, of this illness hey, michael, and this is what she wants michael, she's this phony is a four dollar bill hey michael but but how can it be a um a win if you will for will smith when for all practical purposes purposes at least for the next couple of years his career is finito over enough money and it won't we, be the next so. couple of years it'll we probably be so. shorter you know perfect example of this is obama's wife when she gave an interview here's a woman who lives in a 15 million dollar house and she's crying the blues i had to teach my children what to do in case they were ever stopped by a police car because they may get shot that's never going to happen but she wants to be a victim she wants everybody to pity her living in her 15 million dollar house with her with her personal bodyguards with a lap of luxury she has nothing to complain about she wants to be a victim so she's crying well my my girls may get shot by policemen that's never going to happen what might happen is if her daughters are driving through a bad area and they happen to bump into the car in front of them the person gets out of the car and will try to hijack their car or what would happen in Chicago where the the guy who got bumped by this these Puerto Rican couple that was coming home from the Puerto Rican Day Parade got out of his car. He walked over to their car, and when they rolled down the window, he shot the husband, killed them dead instantly, and then shot the wife. She died four days later. So basically, these liberals want to be victims. 
Well, Michael, you gave us a uh, a mouthful uh, to chew on there, as you always do. And I thank you uh, for the telephone call. I see all of your calls. We're going to try and get to them as quickly as possible. Um, let's go to, I mentioned our buddy uh, Stan in Forest Hills, also Jennifer up in Boston. So let's uh, let's go to Stan on this Monday morning and say good morning to Stan. What's going on, man? What are you doing there at this, this hour of the morning? Aren't <laughs> you this, home with your wife sleeping this, or snoring? Hey, Stan, something? this is my new night starting out my week. Do, do my, you like my, it? Let me ask you, do you like it? Well, it takes getting used to. Um, it <laughs> that takes ends getting, it for me right no, 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 it takes getting used to, you <laughs> know, right, but okay. it's it's the beginning. So every Monday morning at midnight, un, unless there's a, a change by management, I will be here, Stan. I wish you luck on this. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get to it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, You're not going to like what I have to say. It has nothing to do with you. Uh, I don't know if anybody watched that excrement known as Donald Trump. And I use the word excrement because that's in the dictionary. And the comments he made related to Mr. Putin and to the situation in. I forgot the name of the place. Would you believe it? Anyway, so go go ahead. uh, The point is this. We have been last 40 years. We've been seeing pictures of bodies in the street, children in the street, in bags, murdered in the street, big graves of 50, 100 people. I mean, it's unbelievable. And what does this guy say? He says, well, I could have solved this problem and I have a relationship with Putin. I could, you know. They never would have, not once, not once did he mention how horrible this thing was, how disgusting it was, how terrible. He was really interested in himself. I, it's me, and I have a relationship with Putin. And the horror of the whole conversation that he was, people stood up and gave him a round of applause. It made me sick. This country is in deep trouble. Forget inflation. That ain't the big problem. Forget uh, we're shortage on food. That isn't the major problem. Oil, we can get oil. Don't worry about that. The problem is democracy and how long we're going to have it if this guy gets back into office. He is an absolute threat. I couldn't believe the guy. It was all about okay. those Stan, people dead in the streets. You no, saw them. I, I, I didn't make I, it yeah, up. No, no, I, I, oh. hear, I hear you on that front. I hear you on that front, Stan. Uh, if Mr. Trump is reelected that he just does he just wave a magic wand and he's the president of the united states again what do you mean if he's reelected if he's reelected he's reelected i mean right, what are you right, talking right, about right 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 but does he wave a magic wand to get into office what are you talking he'll he's going to run like any other person right well, what's your point my point is this you say that the biggest problem in the country is democracy but if trump runs, and I thought he was going to run from day one, and wins, he didn't put himself there. The American people put him there, right? Well, no, a a minority put him there. A minority. He got electoral (laughs) votes. That's how he won. It's always the electoral vote. But here's the point. Okay. It's electoral votes. But but don't we have the same system for every single president? So what what is your my point? My is my this. point is that what he, is he, here's what here's what I want to also ask you, Stan. And then I got to take a commercial break. And Jennifer, just please stand by. We're going to get to you when I come back from the commercial break. My point is this, Stan, and, and I'm just going to put it out there to you. Can you name? I'm just curious. Two nice things about Mr. Trump? Yeah, I can name two nice things. When you want me to say it after the commercial or no? No, no, I want you to say it right now because i got to take a break. He, he, he pardoned Jack Johnson. Okay. That the, was, the boxer that going way, way, way back. Yeah. Okay. And what else? And, and the other good thing, he's not president anymore. That's the good thing. <laughs> but the but Jack Johnson was important. Oh, I like boy. Jack Johnson. Oh, boy. Oh, hey, boy. I, you can laugh. Hey, hey, but Stan, are you willing to admit that he's got a shot at being reelected? Uh, he's got a shot. 
it may not be for re-election. I still got to get you some of that cake from the Rockland Bakery. But I'm thank waiting, you. I'm waiting. Thank you for joining I'm us on this uh, on this early, early Monday All morning. Right. Dominic Carter here with you on this Monday morning. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. When we come back, we're going to Jennifer in Boston. Jennifer in Boston. I see Audrey's holding on. Joseph, Han. All of these calls, we're going to get to them on on uh, President Zelensky, Ukraine, his speech at the Grammys tonight, which was pre-recorded. Also on the troubles of Will Smith. Oh, it's just not going away, and he's just losing everything. And I do feel bad for the guy. I think that for the moment he wanted to look tough to please his wife, and he picked the worst time in life in his entire career to stand up and do it before an international audience. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I heard you were looking for me. Hello. (laughs) You know. I know. And we are back. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Dominic Carter here with you. This is my new schedule starting off the week on Mondays. I'm here every night, weekdays, midnight to 1 a.m., midnight to 1 a.m. You can reach me on Twitter, folks. I'm looking at my Twitter comments right now, Dominic TV. And we are taking your telephone calls. President Zelensky speaking in a pre-taped message at the Grammys tonight. The Will Smith situation is really going from bad to worse uh, for him. And in a few minutes, I'll tell you about a poll, a brand new poll that's not good news for New York Governor Kathy Hochul as she seeks to be elected in her own right governor of the great state of New York. Up to Boston, our friend Jennifer. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Um, wonderful to hear you this morning. There's never a bad time to hear you. So, thank you. Um, thank you. It, thank you. Um, uh, and as always, I'll try and be concise. Could I go off topic briefly? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. And, um, I just wanted to honor and recognize uh, three police officers that were killed this week. Um, one in right outside of Seattle, one in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, and one um, down in Houston, Texas. And I just think it's a very sad thing these days that we are becoming so accustomed to these officers being killed. Wait, Jennifer, I, I have to stop you because I, I could not have heard correctly what you just said. And I, I should be up on this. But you just said three police officers killed this past week. Correct. And one. Oh, my was, God. Uh, there was a, is a um, God, talk about a man. Every one of the one, the one in Lebanon, Pennsylvania. He was shot and killed. Two other uh, 34-year-old officers were uh, injured in that. That was a domestic. And this man was 63 with a lieutenant due to retire in a month. Um, the man out in, um, right outside of Seattle, he confronted someone. There was some sort of a motor vehicle thing. The officer confronted him. It was in a Starbucks parking lot. Um, the man took out a gun, shot the officer, put the gun back in his waist, and got in the car and ran over the officer, killed him. And then down in Houston, um, an officer, I believe he was 51 years old, he and his wife were shopping in a supermarket. They were walking out. His a man was all excited. It was his sister's birthday this weekend. Sorry, I get upset. And they were going to be having a barbecue for her at their home. So they got to get out, you know, all the provisions. And when they walked out, this officer was on the uh, auto theft division of Houston PD. And he saw three men on his truck trying to get the catalytic converter. So he told his wife to go in the, you know, go back to safety. And he, as he approached the car, he was shot and killed. Um, so I just think it's sad, like I said, that we don't know their names and their stories, that um, that they're not honored. You know, I just think it's really a horrible Agreed. thing. Agreed. Um, because every time there seems to be a police-involved shooting, I notice it here in Boston, you can have the most violent situation, and you automatically hear that a police officer shot somebody. Um, and, you know, the police, supposedly this happened, you know, in other words, they're always kind of questioning the police now, but it's such a horrible thing, Dominic. And these were good men 
that poor officer, you know, due to retire in a month, and we should all honor their service. So I don't know. I just thank you for letting me say it because even on the news when I hear it, it's usually on Fox News Radio, and it's like one time I'll hear it, and then that's mm-hmm. it. So I go and look it up myself, and I pray for them and their families. And um, we need more like them, and we need to honor them. So um, last but not least, if I could quick on what Stan said about President Trump. Okay, quick, and then I have to move on. I know. I'm sorry. If Stan wasn't suffering such a case of Trump derangement syndrome, perhaps he could just understand, because I have heard Trump speak um, of the complete horror at the human carnage that's going on over there and the devastation. Mm-hmm. And it's very upsetting to him, just like it is to Stan or to me or to you or to anybody with the soul. But I think what he is missing is that President Trump knows that Putin did not encroach and would not have done what he did because he knew what Trump was capable of. And just like, you know, and over in Syria, when he dropped a bomb and killed 200 of the Russian soldiers, and he knew that Trump would not fool around, and he knew he wasn't a weak man, and he was a man of his word when it came to protecting this country. Jennifer, and so I, I, I just know. wish. Go ahead. You just were... wish. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just. I, I have to move on to the to the other callers. But Jennifer, you you made a very valid point, and I think here's here's the two points I want to make. Thank you for the call, Jennifer. Any reasonable person that's reasonable can easily assess that I don't think Putin would have messed with Trump the way he is with Biden. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to make fun of the president's uh, verbal slips because he, he's an elderly man, 79 years of age. Um, elections have consequences. And, you know, we saw it play out again this weekend. And it's a, it, it, it's a, the U.S. is in a tough position. Let's, let's hope that this uh, situation in Ukraine works out in terms of innocent people uh, stop losing their lives. But I see uh, one of the calls is from Steve in Central Jersey, and I believe he wants to talk about the Will Smith situation. Good morning, Steve. Welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dom. Hi. Good to talk to you. I'll get right to it. Dom, I still have some doubts as to whether this incident, the Rocksmith incident, wasn't staged, but let's just say it wasn't, okay? So it was for real. Okay. For Uh, argument's sake. Go ahead. Number one. If Will, if Will Smith were a white actor, any white actor doing that to Chris Rock, not only would he have been stripped of his Academy Award, not only would he be charged with simple assault now, his career would be over. Well, I might agree with you in, in, in um, some circumstances when you say if Will Smith were white, but if it's the equivalent of a white actor on his level – I don't think so. I mean, we'll never know. But 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 I but I do hear you. Please continue, Steve. Okay. As to the Ukraine, no, Trump's not. It's not I mean mine with Trump to address that other guy. Trump is merely pointing out a fact. If he were there, this war would not be going on, and all that carnage and devastation that the Ukrainian people are suffering would not be going on. Biden hasn't yet. Putin is the evil one here. He has he started the war. He is prosecuting. Yes. Biden greatly enabled it, though, by making us and hence our Western European allies energy dependent on Putin now funding his war, being slow to get the sanctions in place and not getting the armory over to the Ukraine. I hope people realize to the extent they're able to defend themselves, the Ukraine, it's because of armory Trump provided them with. Biden has done nothing. And I think, Dom, I'll leave, I'll leave you with this thought. I think Biden's made a calculated decision. He's he his. Alleged crime family does better uh, support, uh, if Putin wins and China succeeds than if Ukraine succeeds because now there's a good government in Ukraine that could expose him. What do you say, Don? I I say that I, I don't know about the uh, the corruption front. I hear you, Steve, on the allegation, but but I will say this much that um, as I do with every president, I I hope and and wish that they're successful, whether they're a Democrat or Republican, because I really believe that if they're successful, the American people 
are ultimately successful. But as it relates to President Biden, I just feel that this experiment needs to end as soon as possible. I do, meaning Biden in office. I don't see a term number two for him under any circumstance. But the Democrats have a big problem. Kamala Harris is waiting in the background, waiting for her turn. And what do you do with her? If you nominate her, you might as well not even have an election. It's over. The Republicans are going to win. And so what what do the Democrats do with their Kamala Harris problem? Let's go to Han in New Jersey. Good morning, Han. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, good morning, Dominic. Uh, first, I would like uh, really to say uh, you're doing a great job. That's great very kind show. of you to say. Thank you. Yes, I do enjoy your show every night, as well as Bill O'Reilly and Rita Cosby. You guys are doing a great, fantastic job. This Thank you. One. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I would like to first talk about the situation in Ukraine and how things is going. I think we, are, if we are serious and if really things are really, our intention is that Ukraine has to win to defeat Russia. We have to do everything we can to help them to actually proceed and beat Russia. So that way we don't give a chance to the Chinese who are probably watching like a hawk right now to see where this situation is going to go between Ukraine and Russia so they can invade exactly Taiwan. So we need to be clear that we support in Ukraine. If Mr. Actually, Vladimir Zelensky says he hasn't got any equipment or any weapons or anything, and we are supporting him, then we should do the best we can to do that. That not involve us to get into W3, but in the same time to defeat Russia. This is the issue number. Number two is we need to do something about our oil. We can't just basically reach out to the strategic reserve for six months to bring down the price when the price is really not going to change that much. Since we are approaching summer season, and we had shut the Keystone pipeline, that's not going to solve our problem as a country with the oil situation. We need something very soon to resolve this issue. We are actually, the prices are higher across the board, and all grocery and everything, including driving SUV or a car, it's an average of $20 increase in each bucket for filling his car or SUV. So we get to do something right now. And every time, and you're correct, it seems like it's that way at a minimum. Thank you for the call, Han. It's that way at a minimum. Every time you fill up uh, 20 additional dollars, if not more, if not more. And, um, you know, I I try to go to uh, Costco uh, to get my gas, but it's so bad at Costco that they have actually roped off uh, with the cones that you lay down on the uh, ground, you have to go, and at least the one in Rockland County uh, uh, off of uh, Route 59, you have to go all the way around the store and then get online and wait forever. And I do not have the patience. Let's go to the Irishman in the Bronx. Good morning and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Will Smith wouldn't have smacked Kid Rock like that. He should have smacked his wife for cheating on him and smacked his kid for wearing a dress. Okay. Well, I thank you uh, for for the uh, for the call. Um, um, I I almost uh, I, I I don't know how to even respond to that because we're dealing with hypotheticals. Oh, he wouldn't have did this to Kid Rock. First of all, Kid Rock is I don't see him as some great masculine figure. Um, but he wouldn't have did this to the rock. He wouldn't have did this to this person, that person. We don't know what would have happened. Again, I feel a little bad for the man because, okay, here's what I've been avoiding saying, and I'm just going to say it. And this is only my opinion. I think for a split second where he snapped, Will Smith was trying to prove his manhood 
and I mean his manhood, not in terms of sexual orientation, but that, you know, the wife admitted to an affair, a long-term affair, and he's been called soft all these years, and I think that he just snapped at that second, the worst second in his life, because now the Netflix movies gone, the ones that they're working on now, uh, or at least temporarily, Bad Boys 4, him and Martin Lawrence are going to pay <laughs> because they're not going to get their big paydays. That's being put on hold. It's 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 a bad situation. And he can apologize until he's blue in the face. It's not going to change anything. And maybe it shouldn't change anything. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I see all the calls, either on crime or the media or Ukraine or Will Smith, even one on George Pataki. We have got to take a break. I'm also getting some emails, folks. We'll deal with that in a second. Uh, when we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls. Good morning, 77 WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. So, folks, New York City Mayor Eric Adams appeared on Face the Nation uh, Sunday morning. I'll come back to that in just a second. But another anti-Semitic incident in Brooklyn over the weekend as hate crimes against Jews are skyrocketing across New York city. I don't, I don't understand why, why, why does it make a person feel better about their lives to hate against someone else, which is despicable. So in this case, a group of uh, teenagers, according to the NYPD, jumped a Jewish man. This was unprovoked, caught on camera. And so this hate-fueled attack comes as hate crimes against Jews have quadrupled in the five boroughs over the last year. 21-year-old Hasidic victim was walking down Jerry Street near Harrison Avenue in South Williamsburg just before 8 p.m. Friday When the teens jumped him, a surveillance video recovered at the scene show how the teens was throwing the victim against a parked uh, box truck as they punched and kicked him to the ground. And that brings up uh, something. You know what? I'll I'll talk about Mayor Adams on, um, on Face the Nation another time. Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago, she says, teenagers are committing crime because they're not loved. There may be some truth in that. But if we're going to be honest, Madam Mayor, you're saying that because far-left, woke politicians like yourself have no other reason for why these kids are acting like fools. They they have no other reason to stay. So here's how you, if you think they need love, I agree. They, they may need some love. But let's hold the parents responsible. You have to show them whether they are loved or not. If you do A, B is the consequence. If you're going to talk about love and what they are lacking, talk about discipline. Talk about discipline. That many of these kids, city to city, coast to coast, have zero, zero of Let's go to the uh, back to the telephone calls. Our friend Carol in New Jersey. Carol, I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that I either go to sleep. Oh, or, um, so you left me, yeah. Carol? 
You left me. I do have to sleep sometimes. (laughs) So what's what's going on this morning? You know, I'm very annoyed at Curry. Um, I don't know what his problem is, but he's after you. He's after Frank Milano. I mean, I think that John Katzmatidis needs to sit down and have a talk with him. Really. I mean, Mm. his behavior is... His behavior is ridiculous. Mm. So he's that's my my opinion. And I I hear you, Carol. He's in the other studio, so I'm surprised he hasn't started pantsing, pantsing back and prancing. That is back and forth uh, right outside the studio yet. But but Carol, let let me just say this. Um, Yeah. Wait, I didn't say anything yet. You said no. (laughs) No, I just said yes. Oh, oh, okay. So so Carol. Going back many, many years at uh, WABC, mm-hmm. Curtis Sliwa was the one that um, that advocated for me to be brought on board on staff. And and, oh. and, 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 and behind the scenes, Curtis has always advised me and uh, been a, uh, a good friend. And so... You know what? I I I don't know him and Frank. I don't know. I love both of those guys. You know. I know. I I, I, know. I, I don't know. So, but but, but I, I but, just I, I didn't like the way he sounded on the radio, and he definitely definitely has an issue with Frank Milano. Ah, okay. Definitely has an issue with Frank Milano. Well, I, Carol, I, I thank you for the call, and it's nice to hear from you because I I missed oh, hearing your you. voice. You Thank you, and you have a great you. you have a a great morning. Let's go from New yeah. Jersey. Thank you, Carol. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Let's go from New Jersey to Elmont, uh, Arlen, I believe. Uh, good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Tom, how are you? I'm doing well. Go right ahead. Listen, man. I listen to your show all the time. Thank I, you. I appreciate your perspective. But you're right. I, you're you're absolutely right. It's a it's a lack of self love. It's a lack of self-nationalism in our community and that's what the bigger problem is you're right the parents need to be held responsible however there aren't a lot of parents in the home understand why that where that comes from and 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 sometimes i just want you to show a little more empathy i understand that people have to be held responsible and accountable Mm -hmm. i very well understand that but this core this core problems that need to be dealt with that's what the issue is Okay, and with so, the Ukrainians. I'm and so sorry. You, you said you want me to be a little more, were you about to say sympathetic? I don't know what you were about to say. Well, the thing about it is that you have to understand that with nationalism, with a sense of pride, people will do a lot, but it's lacking, and that needs to be built up. You're correct. You're correct. Okay. You're correct. And when I look at things such as even garbage being thrown on the floor, if you felt you're like correct. it was yours. In your community, you, you would not do these things. So the problems are deeper, and so, you understand. So can I ask like, you? Can I ask you a question? And I, I, res, I respect what you're saying. I really do. But in in my 58 years of life, I still don't have an answer for this. So maybe you can answer it for me. Can you tell me why? And I agree with everything you just said. Can you tell me why um, in the housing projects some people not a majority, some people urinate in the elevators and Absolutely. our and our senior citizens have to walk in it, step in it. Why Why is that done? It, it, absolutely. It goes against back to self-pride. It's, it's simple biology, okay, with it, where there is food, crabs in a barrel, there, the people are going to gravitate to it, step over each other. There's no sense of pride. Mm-hmm. Okay, and until that is built up, and, and we all have to work together because you see how it affects the community in crime, not loving each other, not loving one another. If you don't love yourself, you're not going to love anyone else out there. Hmm. You know what? You 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 made a lot of sense, but but I have to be honest with you. My my answer to dealing with this, the immediate problem, is that the politicians have to get serious and stop making excuses uh, with the, with the woke politics. And the only thing these young people are going to understand is that if you lock them up, 
and you know, but 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 the long term solution, you and I are on the same page of what is needed to solve this problem. And I thank you for that great telephone call this morning. Let's go to Leo in Manhattan. And folks, coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Frank will be joining me in just a couple of minutes. Good morning, Leo. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I love to listen to you, but sometimes I just uh, have a problem to get over uh, over your problems with okay. your black community. Okay. You're always defending yourself. You keep excuse, bringing excuses since day one. You keep talking about there is some hidden agenda here. As far as what? Wait, 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 Leo, so that everybody can follow you. I believe you're talking about Will Smith. Is that correct? I'm sorry. I'm talking about Will Smith. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You keep bringing the point of that the infidelity made him feel not manly enough, and he snapped, and he has been moment the same as Adam's. Mayor Adams says, oh, he have a bad day. He have a bad moment. It happens. We have a jail full of people who have one bad moment. Okay. Hey, hey Leo, you're right. Leo, wait, Leo, you're right about that. We we have jails with people that have had uh, one bad moment. But, Leo. So you you feel that I'm making excuses for for Will Smith. But, but, okay, but here's what I want you to respond to, right? And I've been saying this since this happened. So all his life, he knows that other rappers laugh at him and call him weak, and I'm giving you the kind version. Then his wife has a long-term affair, and she's forced to go public with it, and he's got to defend her. How many men you know are going to deal with that in a positive environment that their wife stepped out on them for years? They got to take responsibility for their action. If they cannot control themselves, they got to go to pain management. They got to spend uh, say uh, spend time in the jail. They got to face pro- prosecution. That's very simple. You know how many people are in the jail whose who's the other side didn't press charges, but the prosecutor pick up the case anyway because the cops was called and and they go just to jail. It's very simple. It's very simple. And this is sending such a bad message to millions of people and kids who watching who watching the TV. I want to bring two more points about it. Quick, quickly, Leo, because I got a lot of calls and I've got minutes. five minutes left. Okay, I'm gonna be fast. I'm gonna be fast. Statistically, it's known that men who lose control and and is violent toward another man, eventually, especially in a household there is infidelity gets violent to the woman. That's going to happen in the future if we're going to know it or not. And the third is if you let somebody go when he first time hit somebody, it just repeats. It happened again. If you don't press on him, whatever, uh, the third, how do you call it? I got you, the the charges. Hey, Leo, I I thank you for the call. I, I, I hear you. Um, I'm not I'm not excusing him but if you think that this uh, multimillionaire a uh, Hollywood superstar is going to be treated like everybody else then then we're in denial because that that's not going to happen. Now he is being canceled by society Will Smith that is by the day and poor Chris Rock is basically in hiding doing his shows. He doesn't want to touch this with a 10-foot pole because he doesn't want to be seen as bringing down another high-profile black man. Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Well, thank you, and congrats on the show. I'm going to say this. I see why um, Curtis was pissed off because I, I, I care in his wrong wife about the animals. But um, I, have a, I have a question for you. Do you think all this really matters? Do you think that this is not staged if you think about this nonsense because there's no nobody in, on earth um afterwards or whatever that hasn't done something similar to this first of all you put your business out there it, it, it's for a reason that's how i see it and mm-hmm. bottom line this, i don't think um chris rock is afraid he has more uh that's his part that was his job this is how i see it all staged i mean maybe he knocked him well- out but 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 Audrey but but Audrey but why why would Will Smith stage something that is put on hold Bad Boys for? 
that's got to be easy, a $20 million payday for him, if not $25 million. Why would he want to put that on hold? Okay. I didn't say he stays it, but um, I can answer it. The same way that um, uh, Michael Jackson didn't didn't put his life on hold by dying, like uh, Bill Cosby didn't put his life on die by trying to buy NBC, and all of a sudden this nonsense came up. I just think it's nonsense, and I think there's more important stuff. But um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. And the answer to helping the children, everybody should help. Everyone. I don't have a child to my life, but mm-hmm. I talk to the in the neighborhood. And I'm known as auntie because I told them don't call me mom because I'm nobody's mother. But if you talk to them, it's a thing. I hear some of your callers talking about stuff that happened in the 80s and 90s. The projects are two blocks away from me, the Thompson Project. It's not nothing what this um, young man was talking about. And um, it's, it's, it's deeper than, than anyone is ta- saying because this is all something that, that's been in this country like forever. Each one should help one. Audrey, uh, thank one. you. Thank you for being <laughs> I got to step in, Audrey, because I'm short on time. Thank you for being auntie uh, to the young people and the projects. But love is not going to solve the problem that we're in in the short term. You, they, these young people have got to know you act up. The police are going to act up and you're going to be arrested and you're going to go to Rikers. Ain't no crying for mommy. Ain't no crying for grandma. You're going to Rikers. And then all of this nonsense will stop. Good morning to you, Frank Morano. Good morning, Dominic. How do you like this side of Monday? Oh, it's a little different. It is a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. Takes some getting used to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and Curtis. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to see you this hour. I'll just say that. <laughs> okay. What do you have coming up this morning? All right. We've got a great show uh, coming up. We'll As have always. Uh, a lot of the Monday hallmarks, including denunciations, which, uh, excuse me, commendations, which people really look forward to. I give a pat on the back to people that deserve one. And uh, my friend Dominic Crispino, who's an ex lawyer and an ex felon, just came out of prison recently. We're going to tap into some of his legal expertise, knowing the law from both sides as a distinguished attorney and a prisoner, and uh, get his take on some of the hot-button legal issues that are on people's minds. And uh, we're going to follow up on a couple of the issues you've been talking about, including Ukraine, including uh, you know some of the some of the other issues that folks have been talking about as well. So sounds, we got a lot coming up. Sounds wonderful. Let's go to Joseph in the Bronx. Joseph, you've got fifteen seconds. Seconds. Uh, go right ahead, Joseph. Go ahead, please. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, Joseph. I tried to take your call, but um, to all the folks that are on hold, we apologize. We don't have time left, but you want to call back because Frank Morano's coming up the other side of midnight. His show starts in about 20 seconds. You want to keep it right there. His show is always very interesting. The only bone that I have with Frank Morano is that he keeps me up all night long listening to his show. That's the only problem. Drive slow. You can get more (laughs) of the show in. I will be back tomorrow. Same time, same station. Talk Radio 77 WABC.